Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Ed. And this is the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. This is a podcast, this is episode one uh, of two friends just putting together a podcast about something we're truly passionate about. How you doing, Ed? Well, it's a good day. It's the end of the day. It is the end of the day. We've been working a long day, wouldn't you say? I would, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, we start, what, usually around 6, 6.30, sometimes earlier, and here it is. It's about, what, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, East uh, Central day, uh, Central Daylight Time, that central is. Central Time. Yeah. Yeah, just depends on what we want to do. If we go cycle, we might start yeah. earlier. Yeah. Well, hey, we're here. Uh, this is the Instinctive Fuel Influencers Podcast, and really what... We work together and we do a lot of things with uh, influence and how, how influence is developed and whatnot. But we thought to ourselves, well, why not we continue this journey um, together uh, talking about these things, kind of bringing new things to light for people to hear about and, and talk about, maybe even uh, to develop in other forums. Uh, that would be you know through the Internet, through you know, Facebook or any other type of social media. But what we're going to do for this very first podcast is kind of develop what this podcast is going to be about, how we're going to go about developing uh, the entire piece of being instinctive influencers. I will tell you that the realm of instinctive influence uh, and, and yet we'll be able to kind of, he'll be able to elaborate on it a little bit more, but it's larger than what we may, it may be. It's not just an individual. It can be a thing, a place, a, a, a point in time. The whole point is, is, it's something that has inspired, moved people, motivation, you know, whatever it is that uh, has gotten you to do what you do or is getting you to where you want to go. Uh, let's start off right off the bat. So what do you think Instinctive Influencer is, Ed? Uh, I think it's somebody who has an impact without realizing they're having an impact. You know, um, when, uh, so, you know, I've had people who work for me mm -hmm. and when they reach back and they're like, Hey, you know, you really taught me this, this, and this. It's kind of like, I did? Then you think about it, you're like, I guess I did. I just didn't yeah. realize I was having an impact or an influence on their career, their personal life, whatever. So it just happens without you realizing it's happening. But, and that's the way I see it too. And that's why, you know, like developing the name of the podcast, you know, Instinctive Influencers. It's funny how, and we're going to develop that uh, or, not, or talk about each piece of that instinctive and influencer they're two words that we don't realize that we do and that's the whole point about instinctive so what is instinctive to us i know when i think of instinctive it's like natural uh for instance the the uh, i have chickens at my house right and those chickens are <laughs> instinctive they know how to search for food what were they taught how to no it's it's natural it's human nature not human well for them it better not be human nature um, but it's natural for them to go out and scratch for certain things, you know, or an animal in the wild, you know, it's natural for the, uh, the female lioness and a pride to, you know, kill and bring it back to the pride. Uh, but it's like that with human beings, we become instinctive, but let's take it a different twist because we had a conversation not too long ago, uh, about the different sides of, uh, being instinctive and you say it's not really being instinctive at first it's something we learn over time right 
Yeah, I think that the instinct is really built off of things you've experienced or you've done. So when we had that conversation, I was telling you about, uh, in the course I teach, we teach about system one, system two thinking. And basically there's a, a guy, Daniel uh, Kahneman, and he wrote a book, Thinking Fast, Thinking Slow, and he talks about system one, system two. And system one is very much automatic, subconscious, it just happens. All right, so if I say to you, war and... Peace. War and peace. Why did you answer so quickly? Well, it's a book I know. I mean, I've I've seen the book, because I've never read it. It's a huge book anyways. But you've heard about the book. Everyone, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, I could have said, like, you said war, and I could have said, I don't know, uh, battle. But it didn't feel right. Yeah, war not, and peace felt right. So it's not instinctive. It doesn't just happen. So you drive quite a ways to come to work every day, and... Uh, I asked you this question. Have you ever driven home? And when you get home, go, I don't remember getting on Briley Parkway or whatever road that you take to go home. You don't remember getting mm -hmm. here. You don't remember doing this. But it happened clearly, but your instincts kicked in and you just kind of went home. I, I can tell you there were so many times where I get to work and I'm like, Wow, uh, I'm at work, and I didn't realize it. it's an hour drive. How do I lose an hour of my time? But I get lost in thought, too. That's one of the things I, I notice. But you're saying because I do it so much, it's instinctive that I don't notice the common movement. The of common, yeah, yeah, the common everyday movement. So that would be like system one thinking. And the way we show this to a student here is I tell them, write your first, middle, and last name. Just write it, print it. And they do. And how much effort do you think that takes them? It probably takes them, what, like three seconds total? Three seconds. Because it's easy, right? And it just happens. Right. However, when we want to illustrate system two thinking, which is a more drawn-out process, requires a little more effort, I tell them, now write your first, middle, and last name backwards. And then you can watch them have issues doing it. They can. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. When you say backwards, you mean like as in the letters are backwards or... What do you mean by back? Because I automatically ask those questions. Like, what is backwards? So, and I intentionally do not give them that guidance. So I tell them, just write your name backwards. What's backwards mean to you? What do you think? Mm -hmm. So now they're thinking about it. And that's definitely system two thinking. That's something that's not automatic. And you have to put a little effort into it. Um, you've come across many soldiers in your career. Have you ever seen a soldier and they say, hey, Sergeant, how you been? And you're like, who are you again? <laughs> right? Um, every time we go to the PX, uh, and if those of you don't know what the PX is, that's the Post Exchange. It's kind of like our shopping center on, on military bases, but hopefully people listening to this know what that is. But every time I go, I see somebody, and thank goodness we wear our names on our chest. So I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing, Jones? You know, I mean, it's not that I don't know them. I remember their face. But I don't like I don't hang with them all the time. But I recognize them kind of, sort of. And then sometimes you'll you'll be like, man, I know them, and where do I know them from? Yeah. And you start digging in and trying to rem to pull that out your memory. Yes. That's system two thinking. That's no longer instinctive. It doesn't just happen. So I mean, so for instinctive thing, uh, instinct, that's definitely a system one type of thing. You drive a car on an empty road. You just drive. You stay between the lines. Hopefully, right? Shiny side up, rubber side down when you're driving at least that's what i hope you drive like uh, that's very much system one and that's just instinct all right so we're looking at 
we looked at you. You just said instinctive in, uh, influence. We talked kind of what we thought it was, and then we talked specifically about instinct. And it's, it's kind of like that. We've done it so much that we've developed a pattern, a muscle memory, um, a just a way of going. For instance, I throw a basketball at you. Are you just gonna let it hit you, or are you gonna catch it? I'm gonna catch it, absolutely. Because it's that instinct, like you're talking about. Or I throw a basketball at you, and I say shoot it. So not only did you get a physical, you got uh, like a physical cue, but you also got an audi- audible cue um, in the whole in the whole piece there. And then you're going to do an action after that. So, and that's kind of like that's where we're going with this uh, instinctive influencer thing because we have multiple things coming in at us, right? We have all these different cues. How you may talk to me, I may I may uh, react uh, to a certain ins- instinct. But the key piece of this is n- it's not just the instinctive part. It's the influencer part, you know. What is an influencer? Uh, there's there's multiple definitions for it, but w- what do you consider to be an influencer? So an influencer is somebody who has, um, you know, not has to be somebody, somebody or something that kind of shapes. So I think about um, you're, you're influenced by your environment, you're influenced by the culture you grow up in, your values, your beliefs that you're given. You're influenced by those things over time. Or you may see somebody and be like, wow, he's doing that. Mm -hmm. That actually looks like a good idea. You know, like uh, I never managed anything on a Outlook calendar. And then I seen a senior doing it uh, that worked above me. And I was like, man, that looks so easy. And it's so easy to keep up with stuff. So he had an influence on me that now, as you well know, I send calendar bites out every day. Yeah. Easiest way to stay in touch, man. And it's a good influence that he had on me to make me want to do that. Absolutely, it it, it, it's it's a way to like prioritize your stuff, you know. Because I mean, if you know that you now it's instinctive that you send out the calendar advice, so you know one, it's going to populate to your calendar, it's going to populate to their calendar, it's going to send reminders, so it's going to create that you know that action, you know. And somebody actually told me once that because of all that uh, electronics and technology, we're forgetting more in life. Because we're not forcing ourselves to remember, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm kind of I'm up and down. Like I love the the fact of technology, the fact that you and I can sit in this office right here, we're having a conversation about this over a podcast. We're using we got like two microphones bought off Amazon, got a laptop uh, that I brought in, and we can literally have this type of conversation. I love it. But I wanted to go back to something because you were telling you were talking about what an influencer is. Well, let me read the definition of. What an influencer is, as per dictionary.com. And basically, a person who has the power to influence many people as through social media or traditional media. But to me, you know, they added that part of social media or traditional media. It's not all about the media, you know, because we have, you and I have a personal, uh, we have a personal relationship. We met, and we're going to, we'll talk a little bit more about this in a few, but we met in person we didn't meet over the internet it, you know and there's nothing wrong with meeting people over the internet but we created a we created a relationship through that and that's that's where i i really like the idea of what an influencer is is you know it's that interaction between two people creating inspiring uh you know the army definition uh they, their deal of about leadership is you know, creating motivation. Uh, purpose, direction. Yeah, motivation. purpose, direction, motivation. Absolutely. Here I am. I shouldn't. Have, <laughs> I shouldn't forget that. But purpose, direction, and motivation, and and then it later on talks about influencing them to may you know create a better organization. 
But that purpose, direction, and motivation, that is a big thing. I think about um, a lot of the things I read about with different corporations and whatnot, and you you get lost in their mission statement or their vision or whatever, but you don't catch that. Well, what is their purpose, their direction, and their motivation to do it? Uh, Simon Sinek, he's the why guy, right? Uh, yeah. And we'll bring up, maybe we'll bring up a little bit more about him a little bit. But his whole idea is, you know, why are we doing what we do? Like, for instance, we're sitting here right now. We're talking about this. Why are we talking about this? Why are we doing a podcast? I mean, I know my reason why. And really, it's because I really just wanted to start doing something that kind of, it kind of got our, my ideas out there. But really, I kind of wanted to go on this, like, knowledge journey with you uh, and see where it'll go. Uh, because it's funny, you know how many, I mean, how many conversations we've had in our time here, you know, here where we work? Well, we probably had four or five today. And, uh, alone. and we're busy. Yeah, we're busy today. So. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the whole thing, though. It's like we we stop and we have these conversations. I'm like, man, if we could record these conversations and just and get people would love to hear about these things. And and it's also something that I can I can look back on and say, oh yeah, you know what? I remember that. And it helps continue that instinctiveness. Now I'm instinctive to what we talked about because. I'm going to listen to what we talk about later. I mean, it's not like we just record it and then all of a sudden let's just publish this, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I think you make a good point. I think the instinctive and the influence thing for what we do, I think it is critical to our mission and what we do. We have to, we have to influence, you know, we have to influence our subordinates and then it just happens after a while. You know, when you're young, first time sergeant and you're put in charge of something it's far from instinctive and you're lost and you're asking questions and you're asking for mentorship or whatever but then that second that third that fourth time you do it things get easier and it just happens and you're like oh that's this oh that's that yeah you know exactly uh, i think about when we first started teaching like i had no clue and i was reading and boring my poor students to death but mm -hmm. then I developed that instinct where I could look at the class and say, okay, I'm losing them. I need to try something different. Mm -hmm. Or they're a little too involved or we're going down a rabbit hole or off track. And that instinct would kick in and then I'd bring it back. So the instinct part, I think, is I love the instinct part. I love accidentally doing something um, or unintentionally doing something. So my boss says that unintentional learning occurs. Mm -hmm. And I really like the unintentional or the instinctive piece um, the influence thing, I'm glad, and I like when students or soldiers reach back and say, hey, you know, that was awesome, thank you. My sister absolutely tells me how proud she is, and, and I told her about this podcast, and she's like, it feels <laughs> like you found a passion, and I'm jealous because I want a passion like that too. So uh, I've influenced my sister, uh, and, and I'm very proud of her, and she influences me to make myself work hard. Yeah. Maybe we should call her sometime and kind of – cue her in and let her talk to us over the phone maybe eh, you know she we, might like it we may have to do a seven second delay with her oh you mean because the uh the language may get a little okay. could get a little bit well you know and by the way if anybody was wondering this is one of those podcasts that we're gonna we, we will keep it clean we are we are service members but we're not going to you know use profanity and stuff like that it's really this is about a learning environment not to see how many times we can bleep the mic you know that's just well that's not in my nature to do that and uh well, and head's not really much for it anymore. But it's uh, you. You brought up where we work now. Uh, where we work, we're about to we're about to 
depart, and we're gonna, and I'll bring that up some more in a little bit. But uh, with what we do, I think that's really what has kind of gave us that that desire to keep doing it. And you said you said like accidentally learning something. That's those like those are uh, life learning moments i guess you could say there's another thing too i used to I, i've written it down multiple times in the classes i college classes i took but it's just those learning those small moments like i love it with my kids and and when they realize something you see that light bulb come on it's the same thing with our our, our troops that we teach in this uh in this leadership uh school that we we are a part of you see some of them that it's like they're staring in empty fields and you're like is there anybody there but then some of them it's like you see something click uh, I remember there was a one young lady that I had, uh, she was a, one of my classes and she, she was trying to figure out how to go to college, you know, like the army pays for this for us, mm-hmm. you know, and she was trying to figure that out. And I was, and I just, I went over it with her and I showed her all these different methods of what to do. And then she gets back a hold of me down the road. She sends me in and says, Hey, thanks. I really appreciate you helping out. And to me, that was, that was a great moment, but I, I felt like I influenced somebody to do something outside their realm, you know, and that's, that's what I enjoy. Uh, and, and that's, that's an impact too, right? So let's think about the ripple effect of your impact. So now you had an impact on her yep. and now she goes and does the same for just mm-hmm. say two soldiers. Now mm-hmm. she has an impact on those two. Mm-hmm. Now they do it for two. There's an old 80s commercial. I'm going to date myself a little bit. It was like a <laughs> shampoo commercial, and she tells two friends, and she tells two friends, yep. and so on. Yep. So that ripple and that yep. impact. So now you're impacting people that are walking by you, strangers on the street, yeah. that you don't even realize you impacted yeah. their life. So, I mean, that's that's what we do. It's Yeah, it's fun. So, you know, we do these safety briefs every weekend. Uh, I used to be a part of Well, we were in a unit together. Uh quite some time back, but we had this really amazing, uh, first sergeant in, in that unit and, and it's our major Brian now, you know, but he used to say at, at those, at those safety briefs, he, he would say, you know, we tell you, don't do all these things, you know, don't drink and drive, don't do this. And, and it's because we care about our soldiers and we don't want them to do something that'll ruin their life or kill them or hurt somebody else. But he used to like to end it with, but I will tell you to do something. He's like, how many people we have in this formation? And maybe it was a couple hundred, whatever. I, I don't want to give exact numbers, but there was quite a few. He said, if every one of you went out and did one good thing, that's a hundred or so many hundred good things for that weekend. And like you just said it, that's a ripple effect. So I do one good thing, maybe two people see me do it, and now they do a good thing, and then so on and so on and so forth. And I mean, it's not about you know, it's not all about uh, you know, skipping in flowers and happy go- good times, but. The idea that you can do something good for someone and you can kind of um, develop something with them and maybe they'll do something good, I like that idea. You know, uh, being toxic, that's not a good thing, but people learn from it. You know, being negative Nancy, eh, that's not a good thing. People learn from it. The problem would be is they are influenced by it and they continue that cycle. And it's like they don't know how to break that cycle. They don't know what to do to, you know, end it. Uh, one of the other things we wanted to bring up during this, though, is, is our goals. Let's, let's talk about some goals we have for this podcast. Uh, one of the goals I have is that we're going to learn from each other um, by sharing information because you're going to bring information to each podcast. I'm going to bring information. We purposely are not sharing that information before we bring it, so it's a learning event. And at the same time, you know, when we start publishing stuff across the social media, people will get a glimpse of what we may talk about 
but they're not going to know what we're going to talk about, right? Okay, yeah, you know? yeah. That's one of my goals. What I do think you think one of your goals? So I'm going to tell you, first of all, your goal is, it's funny to me, because basically what you're saying is lifelong learning, right? Absolutely. So, Lieutenant Colonel Hal Moore. The man. Uh, we were soldiers, very Absolutely. famous. Not Mel Gibson, the actual colonel. <laughs> he said, uh, a leader that feels like they're done learning will fail. Absolutely, yes. So, the learning from each other, and, and I've learned quite a bit from you already in our time together, but I, I'm really looking forward to the learning. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's going to sound like I'm trying to, you know how movies, they'll fit the movie title in, but <laughs> I'm really trying to influence others, and honestly, I look forward to the feedback. That right there. We need feedback, people. All yeah, right. No, I, look I will to tell that. you that right there. Because what it'll do is it'll, it'll allow us to kind of broaden the subjects about influence. Because influence, I said earlier, it's not just a person. It's, it's a place. It's a thing. It's a point in time. You know, let, let's look at, I, I've been, you, get, you let me borrow the, uh, the Killing Lincoln series. And I've been listening to it in, the tr- in my truck in the past few, oh goodness, past week. And I am telling you, I didn't know some of the stuff that's in there. Now, I don't know how truthful it is, but it was good information. And now I find myself doing a quick search on Google about Lincoln's death, about John Wilkes Booth, that, you know, about the guys that I always, you know, growing up, I always thought it was just a, it was a murder by Wilkes Booth on Lincoln. I didn't realize how big the plot was. And all it took was you giving me an audiobook. I listened to it on my long drive that I talked about. <laughs> and I'm like, man, there's a lot to this. And now what have I done? Now I've been influenced. Now I want to learn more about history. You know, I want to start reading more military books because I like those now that I've started learning more about on other podcasts. Like, for instance, we listen to a couple other podcasts. Um, and I like listening to them because I think, I think they're entertaining and I'm learning from them. You know, like the Jocko podcast. That great stuff over there, what they're doing. Uh, that Order of Man one. Uh, have you have you started listening to Order of Man at all? No, I haven't started listening to that yet, but I do definitely listen to Jocko. Yeah, his is a good one. Um, another one that I've I've kind of found, it's this guy, the smart passive income guy, Pat Flynn. I enjoy him because he kind of has helped me learn more about doing these podcasts, but he also just talks about just general things and wait, basically makes side money, you know, so that's an influence upon me. Um Another key one that I've been listening to is that Story Brand Life with Donald, Donald Miller. Uh, he he's more of like a marketing type guy, and and I enjoy the marketing piece, but it's about really about branding who you are, you know, type thing. But these are all separate little things that I'm learning from, and I've I've built it. I think the biggest influence right now when it comes to these podcasts is two of them. It is the Jocko one for me, and also the Order of Man one. Those are great. I'm telling you, if you if you're listening. Go check those out. They've got real good series. They got some good interviews, and hopefully, we're going to get to that point where we can interview somebody. You know, maybe more than just each other. Um, <laughs> but those were influences we've used, and we we we've we want to kind of build upon what we learned from them, plus what we learned from each other, plus what we learned from, say, the the cadre that work here at the organization we're a part of, um, plus the individuals from history, the books. I mean, some of the coolest books I've I've uh, I've read so far, I learned from you or I heard about on these podcasts. So, uh, but I would definitely say the goal is that learning piece and taking other people other people on that journey with us. You know, and we have a lot of experience here. You know, where we work at. I mean, 
I would probably say the average time in service has to be 10 to 12 years. Um, so most a little more than that. But yeah. at, on average, you're looking at 10 to 12 years. We got a few over 20s or very close to 20s. So I think there's so much experience out there. Right. And examples of their influence or who influenced them. So that 21-year mm-hmm. guy that we have here mm-hmm. is going to be my replacement when I leave. Uh, who influenced him? Why is he in the Army at 20 years? Yeah, why? why is he still doing it? Yeah. Why is he still doing it? And why did he come here and say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm obligated for three years. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to retire until those three years up. Who taught him that? Where did he get that from? Where did that influence come from for him? Yeah, and, and but the thing is, is it's funny. I've a uh, long time ago, I was well, wasn't too long ago. It was probably two thousand. I think that last, what that last, what was that last appointment we were on? Do you remember what years that was? Two thousand thirteen. Thirteen fourteen was it? Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen fourteen. I was lucky enough to go uh, December twenty third, two thousand thirteen. I was lucky enough to go on a vacation in the Middle East. <laughs> vacation? Yeah, it was only a vacation, wasn't it? <laughs> but the thing is, is it's this, you know, Simon Sinek. That's where I got introduced to him. Uh, and I, I watched this TED talk. Uh, it was one of our, uh, one of our, it was that same person I talked about earlier. He kind of brought all of his platoon stars in, and he talked. It was uh, it's Simon Sinek, and it's called "Why Good Leaders Make You Feel Safe." And then you talked. You just mentioned, like, well, why does somebody do it that long? In that same TED talk he does, he says, "Why do soldiers have that?" had that something about them where they would run into danger for each other. What is that? Where does that come from? And I'm telling you, it's a different, it's a different feeling, you know, and, and it's a part of that influence we've had from the time we joined basic at basic training up until however many years we stay in. Some people choose not to stay in long, but other people, they'll stay in for, I don't know, 20 something years, you know, but what keeps them going? Some people, they just want it for a paycheck. Really? I mean, to be honest. Oh, yeah. College money and a paycheck. Absolutely. But it's nice. Uh, I kept re-enlisting. I don't, I didn't know why at first, but then I realized it's like, you know what? This is a good thing, you know, and I'm gaining something from it, you know. If I would have got out the my first enlistment, I would not have a degree or two degrees. I would not have been with my wife that I'm with now. I wouldn't have the wonderful children I am now because... All of that was due to my time in service. I met her after that first enlistment, or right at the, the end of that first enlistment. But that was an influence the Army had upon me that I kept driving on, kept going, kept doing you know, the Army things. Uh, but that's really where we're trying to go at with influence uh, and, and how the Instinctive Influence uh, brand and podcast, how we are trying to develop something. And it's really, it all comes down to what we do for our job now because we've learned this and we want to share it in our organization that we're a part of. Uh, you can definitely tell that that's where, how we're brought up. Really what we're getting to is like the epicenter of what influence and instinctive influencer is, you know? So if let's just, let's wrap this up in a sense of if you could say there's like one instinctive influencer off the top of your head, do you have any off the top of your head? Cause I, mine it would definitely be, you know, somebody like, for instance, uh, I had Sergeant Major Brian. Uh, he's one of my instinctive influence. Like, he's one of those ones that he taught me to do what I needed to do uh, and how to become the type of person I needed to be. Uh, but that's, like, the first one I think of. Then I can go, I could probably go further back. I can think of my grandfather and other people that I've had in my life. But that's the very first one. What about you? 
Well, I'm gonna say the very first thing I one I have to think of is uh, it's gotta be you because oh, I'm looking oh, at you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's gonna sound cheesy. It's not a shameless yeah. plug for him, but so I'll tell you when I first started working with you, we knew each other, but we didn't know each other, and then mm -hmm. we had an incident. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna talk about that today. We had an incident, and you helped me out uh, after I suffered an injury, mm. and then. I was like, okay, this dude might not be bad. Because I, I thought you were a bit of a, a jerk when we were at the unit together. The um, last unit we were together with, Ed? Yeah, because... We've, we've been in two units together. Well, I, mean, I didn't know you yeah, so yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, eh. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that I, I, I sat and had conversations with you. Your office used to be a part, uh, across from the classroom I taught in. And I would go in there and... You had this welcoming office, which you taught me. <laughs> you, you influenced me and said, this is a good thing because then people want to speak to you. Yeah. And through those conversations, I was like, wow, this dude is not that bad. And then I would be frustrated and you would listen and you would try to make me see it a different way. And then you had a bookshelf. And I said, wow, this is awesome. I started looking through some of the books and I was like, I know this about leadership already. I know this about leadership already. Oh, wow, this is super interesting. Yeah. And then you told me, read the book by Simon Sinek. It starts with why. Awesome book. And I did. Yeah. And prior to coming here and working with you side by side, I really didn't read leadership books. Yeah. Other than the regulations no, that I had you're to. you're killing me. No. So that is an influence you've had on me. I have a, a bookshelf of, I have two bookshelves of military books, military history books, and I have one smaller bookshelf, but still yeah. a bookshelf yeah. full of leadership books. And that's why when I go someplace and I buy a new one, I'm like, hey, check out what I got. Uh, I can tell you right now, I have a bag in my office with probably three leadership books in it that I plan on highlighting up tonight. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and that is funny because I, I wasn't a book guy before either. Like, excuse me. Uh, I literally failed the first grade because I couldn't read. I, I didn't I didn't read I didn't like reading you know and that's why my wife and I that's where we push our kid to read we're always like hey man you need to keep reading I mean he's seven he's what's he gonna read you know he's not gonna read the stuff I am but what you were talking about with um with coming into that office and feeling that welcoming thing and then you and then you seeing the different books and stuff and I mean <clears throat> now do I if I read all those well no I I'm one of those people I'll read a book to a certain point I don't know how you are but I know like I'll read right now I'm like pushing myself to finish the book I'm in. Like, I'm not a big book person, sort of speak, when it comes to, like, finishing it, but I like to find stuff that's of interest. Like, find if, uh, you know, if there's a different technique. And then, <clears throat> that what brought that's kind of brought me to an idea of, well, in itself, that's that's one of those ways that we become that influencer that we want to become. You know, we, we start evolving, growing. Um, you, you, did, you said it yourself, you're going to sit there and, gonna highlight some books <clears throat> how long that takes i don't know but you probably go through all three highlight all this different stuff and then you also mentioned the thing of well i'm already doing these things you know like so so is that instinctive or is that because you already knew it or is it because you've learned it which would fall in probably more of the system one because you've learned it and you're just on repeat constantly going <clears throat> but it's funny how We'll read these things and we're like, well, that's what we do already. But we don't realize it, that we're doing that. That's what, that's what's key to me. Like, how do I know? How do, you know, like, am I paying attention to every little thing I do or am I just doing it? You know? Yeah, you and I think that's a, a danger to being instinctive too, right? Like, 
you do it so automatic that do you even realize exactly what it, the impact of it is or not? Mm -hmm. And that could be a good and a bad. I like to read and highlight them because I have discussions with my wife and she interviewed for a management job and yesterday we had a discussion and I was like, I read something that would help right here. And yeah. I talked to her about it. And I even tell her, I said, hey, I read this in Leadership Lessons of Attila the Hunt. And she's like, are you kidding me right now? And <laughs> you, you want me a conqueror? <laughs> yeah. Take over all of Europe and yeah. Asia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so that's the impact of those those books. And, and I learned that from, you know, from just like, wow, he's really smart about leadership. And I want to be as smart yeah. as him. So how can I get there? Well, he has these books and I see what he does. I mean, honestly, I was trying to read cover to cover until, once again, you stepped up and turned me on to the Jocko podcast. Yeah, that dude's and on point. he obviously highlights certain things during the podcast that he's read in the book and found interesting. Yeah. But I don't know that he's reading the entire mm -hmm. book. And I was like, well, I could do the same thing. I can pick up We Were Soldiers yeah. Once and Young, and I can say, wow, look at this right here. This is influence. Yeah. This is this. This mm -hmm. is leading from the front. And then when I had that young soldier that I'm trying to mentor... Or even after military life, I got that person I'm trying to mentor and show something. I have something to back it up and give it a more of a concrete feel mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's just it just comes full circle is what it does to me. I mean, because you know we've also we've gotten older in our ways. You know, uh, you know, did you see yourself as that nineteen? What did you come in at? I came in at nineteen. What were you? Uh, I came in at nineteen the first time. Yeah. And oh, I came in at 30 the second time because yeah. I had a break in service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two totally different guys, though, right? Exactly. Like, like you think about that 19-year-old private. Because that's what I was. I came up and say, E1, dude, you throw a book in front of me, I'd be like, uh, no, I'm good. I don't need none of that action. But now I'm like, hold on, what, what's in there? Let me see. I'm curious. I want to know what it is, you know? Yeah, no, as a single 19-year-old, what are you worried about? I'm chasing girls, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm trying to get some illegal alcohol. And then once you turn 21, I went through like a six-month period. I was like, I don't remember the last six months because I don't remember the last time I was sober. And then when I got out the Army and couldn't afford that alcohol, yeah. I had to let that go. Yeah. Okay, let that go. Now what I'm going to do. Yeah. Now I start basketball, becoming more instinctive. I spent a lot of time in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. I, I had lived in Canada for a while, and I was looking for other things. And I did do a lot of reading, but they were all true crime serial killer books. That wasn't <laughs> teaching me a lesson that anybody wanted me to carry out. No. So I had to let that go, but it, they were interesting. I mean, if you want to become a profiler or something, yeah, they got you. FBI profiler, I don't know, but no, yeah. I mean, in that, in that it's itself that you created like some type of muscle memory of like because, like you said, as a 19 year old versus as a 30 year old, you're not the same person. You are not. You're a different individual. I can definitely tell you, I, I would love to go back and smack my 19 year old self in the army. In a heartbeat, would I do that? And let it be just grab myself by the ears because I do have big satellite ears and say, Hey, pay attention. These guys are about to teach you something. Don't put that LMTV in a pond. By the way, I put LMTV in a pond when I was, <laughs> when I was in Korea uh, with uh, a late friend of mine. And uh, he, uh, he took a good brass punishment. But it's those types of things that I wish I could go back and be a self influencer. But instead, I've influenced myself not to do those things over the years because other people taught me those lessons, you know, working with you. I mean, 
If you think about it, we'll get into the mustache thing at some point later in, <laughs> in the talks. That mustache. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, even things like that. Like, we knew, you said it earlier, we knew of each other. We knew each other, but we didn't know each other. Like, there's a difference. Like, we didn't, like, we didn't conversate. It was, hey, how you doing? And keep going, you know? And I just thought, man, that's a big dude. Okay, I'm going to keep going, you know, that type of thing. But, <laughs> but now it's kind of like one of those things where we've developed because, when did you get to that unit? That unit that we were a part of. Back uh, I got promoted November 2012. So I got, got promoted and went there at the same time. So you were in 2012. I'd been there since 2008. Whew. I was there for a long time, and so you think I was there for already four years. You showed up. Um, I didn't know you even then because I didn't. I don't think I, we met each other until we were downrange. Yeah, probably down. Yeah, probably downrange, yeah. and yeah. we really didn't carry a conversation on. So I remember. You were working uh, in the headquarters, and I was pulling duty and had to come get my brief. And that was one of the very first interactions I ever oh. had with you. And we had a brief conversation, but a conversation, and that was probably the very first time we talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, that would, okay, yeah, um, I know exactly what you're talking about, but we were back from a deployment then. We were back, yeah. were we back already? Oh, yeah, yeah we were. Yeah, because yeah. I was working for Sergeant Brian before that one, it was first Sergeant Brian at the time. And then we came back, and he used to come by and visit me, and yeah, and I'd see you walking around. I'm like, who's yeah. this big, who's this big dude walking around my office? No. Yeah, no, we were hi, mm -hmm. hey, how you doing? Stuff prior yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then of course there's the the shower yeah. singing soldier. We're uh, gonna talk about that another time. I'm <laughs> saying right now, we are going to talk about that because there are some sore, uh, I have some sore feelings about that. I do, but then again, it's just me. I, I do too. Because <laughs> it reminds me, it reminds me. Of, well, you because when you were telling the story a few minutes ago, I'm like, I'm like, wait a second, did, did, are you talking about me? Because you said something about loud music and all this. I'm thinking, <laughs> no, he can't be talking about me. Come on, seriously. But, um, so we, I mean, we've been talking, we've been discussing some stuff for a little while right now. Um, but really, I think what we're gonna do, we're gonna kind of, we're gonna fade this one off. Uh, we're gonna allow it to be what it is. One of the, you know, some of the things that we want to try to do with this podcast, and I mean, I pretty much roped you into it, right? Well, like I told my wife. So he asked, and I won't say no to Brian. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, that's absolutely what I told her. She's like, you're going to do a what? I bet you I can so, get you to say no. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But but the thing is, is you know, I really felt like this is a, this has been a journey that we've been on over, the, what, the past three years? Yeah. And we're yeah. about to get split up. August will be three years, man. Three years we've been doing this, and we're about to get split up. You're going to go to the other side of the globe. I'm going to go pretty much opposite side of the globe for you, and we're going to continue this, or try to at least. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I think we can. I think we can do it. Yeah, we do that whole Skype, whatever. I watched some dude on that smart passive income guy. He's really good at stuff. Uh, that's another great podcast, by the way. Uh, but what our goal is here is we've been on this journey together for the past three years uh, because that's really when it began, and I want to take this journey a little bit beyond that. Like, where can we develop this? How can we develop others? How can others develop us? That's, to me, that's what it really is about. Because lifelong learning is the greatest thing in the world. You know, uh, I had a friend a long time ago, his dad. <clears throat> his dad was like 60-something years old. And uh, he used to talk good about it and stuff. And I said, man, well, so what's your dad doing? Is he retired or something? He said, yeah, he's retired. Oh, he went back and got his third master's. I'm like, what? And that was an influence to me. I thought, well, he's going to school at 60-something years old. Has he not proved enough? 
And he literally said, no, he just loves to learn. And that stuck with me, like lifelong learning. That's what it is. It's like we don't stop learning. And if we can take something from somebody who wants to comment towards this you know, podcast or that we have friends that listen to it and they want to come and talk to us or somebody wants to call one of us, send us a message on Facebook, wherever. Um, we're going to open up a uh, Facebook group. We're going to have a kind of a lockdown or it's a private group I'm going to set up. And that'll be an area where you can subscribe and you can be a part of it and we can start some conversation about some of the things we are talking about because I have a whole group of topics that are going to come up real soon. Um, but one of the key things I want to make sure we do is uh, we get some likes, some shares, uh, people, man, you leave us some comments, let us know what they think type of thing. Um, really, those are the things that are going to help us develop where, we want, where we're trying to go. And, I mean, that would be an influence, once yeah. again. And some instant gratification. That instant. seems very... Uh, Important these days, so it gives us some of that too. Uh, you, you know what? Uh, that when you say that reminds me of the Simon Sinek, uh, where he talks about leaders eat last, and he gets into instant gratification. He talks about serotonin, oxytocin, he talks about endorphins, dopamine, all these different things. Yeah. I started reading that, and I was like, let me go back and read that chapter again, uh, and, and let me read it again, and let me read it again, because I was like, holy crap, man, this guy knows a lot about. And I've read stuff. it twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've read the same chapter twice because I was like. He's putting a scientific spin on leadership. My mind was just blown. I was like, yeah. now I need to understand what I read. Let me read that twice. Yeah, but that is like, that's a whole nother influence. That's yeah. like, you're looking at something that's not, it's it's not relevant to what we do every day, but it gives us that idea. So when we do get in the classroom, what we're doing now, because obviously the both of us, I don't teach much. I, well, I don't teach at all, really. Um, you you are you're a teacher of teachers right now, yeah. and you're about to move out of that, and I'm about to move another direction. But that doesn't stop us from teaching other soldiers because we're gonna have soldiers in our charge. You know, I mean that's what our job is uh, as NCOs. That's where we go with things. Absolutely. Um, so what I want to do is you know basically kind of ask that hey if you're out there just go ahead and just hit like or. Leave us a comment. That's probably the best thing you can do, like right off the bat, is just leave us comments because what we can learn from those comments will help us develop into what we're trying to do here. Uh, some future podcasts we're going to end up doing, uh, one of them is going to be communicating influence, um, toxic influence, who's Roy Benavidez, and how did he influence Ronald Reagan. That's a touchy one, right? Uh, Roy Benavidez may be the greatest soldier to ever walk the planet, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be definitely a good one. I'm going to keep pushing until Tom Hanks or someone makes the Roy Benavidez movie because they need to. I, but I that's, think there should be I don't know how there's yeah. not one. If you read his story, if you could really you could look up his Medal of Honor citation, yeah. and, and if you read that, you'll be like, wow, how is this not a movie? Yeah. And yet, you know, some of these other movies are. <laughs> Abs yeah, absolutely. And, and that, so, I mean, th that's one of the ones, and I, I definitely can tell you that if you know anything about Roy Benavidez, and you've ever heard him give his speech, it, it, you won't have a dry, uh, dry eye at the end because he's very, he's a emotional, but he's a tough son of, you know, you know Roy what. Roy P. Benavidez. He's a man. That's just, that's a couple, a uh, few others that we're going to do other shows will be Give Me Five, which is basically we each talk about five different influencers um, throughout our lives, and we just talk about those five, and we'll kind of go into that. Uh, a new thing that, it has been brought to my attention. I did not know about this. I and actually I have a really cool thing on my desk, but another one's gonna be called Pay the Bill. And also it's gonna go with leadership capital. Let's not talk too much about that right now. All right, yeah. 
because I think where you go with it, it is uh, it's a it's pretty big. Uh, I once he, let's just put it this way, listeners. When he started telling me about this pay the bill, and now I will tell you, I have a, a pen holder on my desk. It literally says pay the bill. When I got I had to get promoted, and this dude got it for me, it's pretty awesome. But once you learn what that is, it makes you relook at when you go into a new situation. I wouldn't just say go into a new organization. I would say a new situation. I, I would I would agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, everything you get involved with, really. Mm-hmm. I, I can see how that works. Yep. And, uh, and then you create leadership capital. Yeah. Amazing. And, and, and really, I, I, so the first time I heard the phrase, it was a, a SAR major, and I'm going to find her name before we have that show. And she put it on one of the senior NCO forums uh, on Facebook. And mm-hmm. I just read it. And I was like, and it touched me. I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So when we discussed it, I'll look up her name. And make sure that we're able to at least give her the proper credit, and 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 she may have got it from somewhere else, but that's where I got it from. Right, and it really touched. That's awesome. Uh, a couple more, just a few more that we're going to look at doing down the road. Examples of practical influence. Um, this really, this comes into that play of, you know, practicality. How do I talk? I'm talking about this one thing, but how do I really put it in play? So what we're going to do is we're going to explore that. We're going to look at how the practicality is of that particular influence. Uh, influence through instruction, we both being certified instructors for the service that we're a part of, uh, we we influence those through that instruction. I think we what I like to dive into how we've done that and how or how it goes about because we've also had those who've been you know we got the bearded ninja you know we're not gonna yeah. say his name because you know how you know he's you know secret secret but um, he's been an influencer through instruction. To so, both of us, too. Oh, absolutely. Really to both of From us. From what, day one? Yeah. We got here. I mean, yeah. do you remember the first time we got here and then, uh, did you go to one of those first Hail and Farewells at all? Uh, I don't. I think I was on the injured reserve. Okay, so I went to the first one. I took my wife and each guy that kept going up, and they or gal, whoever, whoever would go up and speak, they would always thank uh, the Bearded Ninja. And my wife, she nudges me. She says, who's this guy they keep thanking? I said, I pointed him out. He's over there. And she's like, what's he do? And I said, that's the guy that teaches them to teach. So you can't tell me that he's not a massive influencer. Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely. And then go back to your lifelong learner. So for the life of your time at the, uh, where we, here where we work, Mm -hmm. he is there for you and he continues to mentor and guide you to become better and better yeah. and better as an instructor. So uh-huh. he has a steady influence th- through your life cycle yeah. in working this job. It was funny. Just today, he walks in my office. He's standing here beside me, and he just says, well, you really did some good training the other day. I was like, what are you talking about, sir? And he says, yeah, come cadre. They grabbed me, and they said, hey, that was amazing. We've never done that before. Let's do it again. I'm like, good. That's what we need to do then. Mm-hmm. Um, then the, the last one I have on the list, but it's not, we're going to continue and we're going to have other ones. And these are not all in order either. Is uh, This one, it kind of touches me a little bit uh, because I have, I have children, you've got children, and some of the listeners probably have children, some may not, I don't know. But being a parent is scary. And I yeah. think that has a key, that is a key aspect of being an influencer because I think to myself, how do I influence this child to, to go a certain direction? I mean, but then again, you want them to be free, open, do what they want. 
and it scares the you know what out of me. I mean, uh, but like it scares me as an influencer. You know, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How do I not destroy this kid? You know, so I think those are all going to be great, amazing uh, shows as we go on. As we go on, you're going to notice uh, he's going to be on one side of the world. I'm going to be the other. Uh, we're going to try to keep going, going with this, and we'll see how this works out. Uh, there may be, we're going to try to get some, we're going to try to do some interviews uh, with people that we know or people we don't know, and we're just going to keep, we want to be able to just get, take field questions um, to let you know. I mean, between us, four, almost 40 years of service, I think we could answer some questions, don't you? Uh, I definitely do, and if you really count my break-in service, I'm working on a, a portion of four different decades in the military, <laughs> so... Yeah, see, so that's a lot different. 2020 will be my fourth decade, start of my fourth decade, uh, having some portion yeah. in the military, so... Yeah, it, it, I think this is going to be a great show, uh, I will tell you. I, I, I appreciate it that you want to do it with me, because after listening to all these other ones, I'm like... Man, we could do this, and, and people would love to hear some of the stuff because I've got some stories for days. You've got stories for days. Uh, where we go with it, obviously, this is the first podcast, and it was just like an introduction. But where we go with it, uh, really depends upon our listeners. If listeners want to, they want to, you know, leave the comments, leave the likes, leave the shares. That is pretty much uh, your task as you leave this. Uh, you, you end this podcast. Go in there and just do one time. That's all we need. Are you giving homework? Absolutely. So what just happened? Always give. Hey, always give an assignment, right? Yeah, and you're being such an NCO about it. This is your task. It's their task. Hey, that's <laughs> that's the way I was probably the last 20 years. I practically that's what yeah, I did. This is your task. Should you choose to accept it, we would greatly appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. But yes, I yes. feel like you're giving them homework right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's okay. All right. So hey, we like to thank you very much. We're gonna uh, we're gonna let you go now. Uh, this has been a great podcast. Uh, we enjoyed talking to each other i mean that's i think that's really what it's about because it's going to allow us to stay connected when we're apart so. uh, yeah well every time i have a crappy day i head for your office because i know <laughs> my day will somewhat improve or you'll yeah. ignore me because you're so busy but you'll yeah. give the appearance you're not ignoring me but yeah. uh this is definitely by my fortress of solitude let's go back yeah. to the comic book references so. oh man <laughs> hey fortress of solitude or the bat cave yes i would like to turn this into a bat cave i would get there I have a bathroom tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that too. All right, hey, thank you very much. And this is Instinctive Influencers Podcast. Peace.